Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unto Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Ince, and in this episode, I'm going to share a bit about my experience with body image, body positivity, and the whole bunch. Um, my hope is that you know that in whatever you may or may not be feeling, that you're not alone and that there's good news for our bodies always. And that good news is found in what God says about our bodies and what they're for. So settle in and let's talk about body image unto the Lord. This is the Unto Podcast. Have you ever looked in the mirror and just felt unsettled, a little bit rattled, or have you ever received comments from others or even yourself about your body that made you feel totally dishonored or even defiled? I know what it feels like to have incredible confidence about my body, and I also know what it feels like to feel like an alien in my own body. But what I can say, though, is that the Lord has without fail met me in addressing this tent that I live in, and his words are always a healing balm to me. How we see our bodies matters, and the Lord speaks truth to them, and it will bless us entirely to agree with him and to believe every word he says about them. In this episode, I'm not going to be able to unpack every single verse um, that shares what the Lord says about our bodies. I'm going to be able to graze over some um, and share kind of my experience with that. And I guess give a kind of state of the union on where I stand with my body because it's, it's kind of strange. It's like I don't think I've felt the feelings that I have until maybe even like early 2022 maybe but the point is at some point those feelings started to come on in and it's been a bit of a journey kind of navigating all of these things with the Lord and I'm gonna um, get into that in a second but I think the way I want to structure this is like a uh, what's my history with body image where I'm standing now and what my footing is for the future so Let's get started. So my history with body image, let's see how far back we can go. Um, I guess around elementary school, probably about elementary school up until 11th, 12th grade, um, probably stopped around 11th. I just don't remember struggling with body issues. Like even when people would like make comments about it or like there was literally um a girl that I knew I think in seventh grade and I'm like 99.9% sure she like went out of her way to make like a fake kick account to like pretend that she was somebody else in our class because like I I don't know how I knew but I just kind of knew like I'm 99.9% sure about this but in the event that I'm wrong lord I'm sorry for accusing her um but she like kind of gone out of her way to be like you didn't make the cheer team because your fat was in the way and it seriously I kind of like chuckled I was like that doesn't make any sense like that's just not how I like had viewed myself so even when comments had like come up or whatever else or like a prank call I was just like okay anyway I'm comfortable in my body and I really think that was just and still is just like a grace of God thing like Because sometimes even if you don't feel a certain way about your body, if people keep telling you that something's wrong with it, you can always be like, you can almost be tempted to believe them or not even just tempted, you just start believing them because it's like, okay, well, if X amount of people can see this, maybe I should be able to see this too. But that's just not the experience that I had. Um, I would say only when, I don't remember even like 
standing in front of mirrors and like checking my body until like maybe 11th 12th grade and even then it was just kind of like um it didn't feel destructive to me it felt like okay this is what we have going on we have a we have a couple good pounds that we could spare to lose but if we don't oh well everybody will have a good life and we will continue eating pasta like there's no tomorrow and so um i think when it really started to become like the worst for me and like i don't feel like i've ever had um i don't feel like it's ever overtaken me to be like i just hate the body that i'm in but i've started to notice more discomfort it was like there was a threshold there and then i'm like "Uh oh i'm realizing we're kind of passing that and that we're starting to be more uncomfortable than anything else and you're starting to check like "Mm, maybe this shirt is a no-go because my arms look this way in this shirt or oops my stretch marks are showing in this shirt and it's like okay um this is my body i live in it like i've had to tell myself that on a number of occasions like okay and this is my body so what (laughs) like the lord gave it to me and so it's just this active thing of like engaging with the thoughts that pass through and being like it's like if you don't check it properly you can just let it fester and next thing you know you just kind of like hate where you are and it's like how do we even get here and so anyway yeah about 12th ish grade um freshman year of college i feel is like when i first started to really be like hmm i wonder if my outcomes in dating would be different if my body was different or like because also my testimony i guess kind of plays a part in this i don't feel like (laughs) when i wasn't really walking with the lord it was ever like hard to pull because your your body could be used for whatever you wanted it to i wasn't answering to the lord when i was leading with my body and it was like whatever that was easy and then i i started to peel back from that i started walking with the lord and i'm like hmm because you know that now there's not male attention lurking at my corner every three seconds and it's like and that i had given my life i guess like rededicated around the time yeah like my senior year of high school and i'm like all of a sudden like where are these boys at like it's just it was not clicking for me um and i think the lines kind of get blurred and it's like it's the lord obviously separating um i guess just it's a set apartness in a way but i don't want to jump too far ahead of myself so let me scale back for a second um so yeah that's kind of history and then i guess peak has probably literally been like 2022 um it's like the deeper i go in the lord like the less i feel desired by guys and it's just it's it's been very hard to wrestle with especially knowing what 17 year old me was up to you know like (laughs) it's like uh this wouldn't have it wouldn't have been hard to i was like lord i feel like if i was rocking the way i was rocking back then i would have been married by now and god's like and would that have been the better circumstance for you and i'm like it surely would not have been and so it's just this thing of like trusting the lord that your body doesn't even secure the marriage you get he does it's just it's it's a surrender thing it's a faith thing and i guess that brings me to like this next phase of life where um again like the more i 
was just growing in the Lord, I guess the less that this male attention was coming around, I guess I was also like increasing, like my weight has gone up exponentially. And so it's really easy to be like, hmm, is the Lord just protecting me or do we get a little too thick in the hips? And so um, the lines were very, very blurred for me and I still kind of struggle with that. So yeah, around 2022, I think is when I was just like, hmm, that's a little weird. Now, then even I'll just share with y'all how I felt going home um, for winter break. I ate like a fool. Oh my, (laughs) y'all. So one of my favorite meals ever is the ginger miso chicken or the miso ginger chicken ramen um, at Bow and Broth. It's at this food hall in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's home for me. I was I probably ate that two or three times, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like in my body it felt like a lot. I felt like I went home and car bloated like I was a cross country runner and I was so bloated my stomach was just hard. I was like, what is going on in this day? And so um I came back to Dallas after break and I was like my body like I just did not eat properly when I went back home at all and I was home for like twelve days, which doesn't sound like that much. Mm, but it felt like a lot in my body and so I had this feeling that was just weird like I just felt gross I was like I quite literally feel like an alien in my body right now and it made me kind of sad it made me really sad actually and so since then um and it hasn't been tremendously long since I've been home but um I just kind of brought it to the Lord I was like I don't feel good please help me and give me like the desire to even like cook a meal for myself right now because that feels hard um and I can't even fully explain why I can't tell you if that was in like anxiety if that was just like deep sadness lack of motivation whatever I was like lord it's just hard to cook a meal it's quite literally and it's like this vicious cycle of my body pretty much bullying me or not even my body I don't know if it's external forces whatever but something's bullying my body being like okay let's just go eat a cane's tray and then you're gonna feel icky because you ate the cane's tray because fast food doesn't make you feel your best and then you're gonna feel poopy again it's just gonna be this vicious cycle and I'm like god if you don't help me break this nobody can and so we came through and so I've been cooking and I've been eating all right for like the last, what, like a week and some. And it's been good. It's been really nice. I made like a little journal entry in my notes. I was like, it feels nice to not feel like an alien in my body. And it's like, even though like aesthetically it may not be the world standard, I love being in my body right now. And like, there's really not... There's, it's not that I, there's nothing I wouldn't change. It's just, I'm not in a hurry to change it. Like, I just want to love it well. And so I'm like, quite literally, the, like, as a new creation, yes, I'm still in this body, but like, this now is, it's not a vehicle for sin and death and shame and fear and whatever else. Like, my body now is a vehicle for the righteousness of God. I carry the peace of God in my body. Let me eat and move like it's true because it is. And that's kind of where my headspace is now. And a lot of that I attribute to the Lord leading me to, um, at least I believe so. I got this book called um, Breaking Free from Body Shame, Dare to Reclaim What God Has Named Good. It's by Jess Connolly. I love Jess Connolly. 
Jess Connolly. <laughs> her words have blessed me since I was about 17. I really love Dance Stand Run by her. Um, and you are the girl for the job. And so now to have this, I'm like, I already trust her. So let me hear what she has to say. And I'm about halfway done now with this book. And it has... I don't say this sparingly, like revolutionized how I view my body. Um, and so I'm actually going to share a little bit from it. And in the event that there's like any copyright issues, I just want to say, if anyone is listening, that I do not own the copyright to this book. I am only sharing an excerpt. So anyway, um, I'm going to jump to page 80. So... One of my favorite things, I literally just read this this morning and I was sitting in the coffee shop like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Jess says, now let's try some life-giving practices. Number one, at vulnerable moments this week, I encourage you to speak truth and life over your body. When you're exercising, changing clothes, getting ready in front of a mirror, or feeling insecure in any way, speak truth. If these statements can be backed up by scripture with the authority of God's voice and word, even better. You'll know that they're not just empty phrases you're pulling out of nowhere. Here are some examples. Y'all, here we go. Number one, this body is good. And the scripture reference for that is Genesis 131. Um, and this book also talks about like creation and how like when God finished and he looked at all of his works after man, he was like... And it was very good. And that there's a Greek word for that that means like muchness. And just kind of like um, sits for a while with the fact that God looked at us as being part of his creation was like, this is muchness good. Like there was emphasis on that. It's like your body is good. I just want to tell you right now in the name of Jesus, your body is good. Um, number two, I carry the peace of God in my body. That's from Philemon uh, chapter four, verse seven. Number three, this body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, which is huge. I mean, you could just turn this off now and, and sit with that for a while. Like the Holy Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, the very same one, the scripture says that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, quite literally lives in your temple. I just don't want to ever get used to that. Um, I just, I don't want to get over that. So that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Um, point number four, my body is worthy and valuable to God. Okay, so if anybody told you that your your body's only worth something because it brought them pleasure or because you were good at a sport or because what? No, your body is worthy and valuable to God simply because he made it and he loves you. And so scripture reference for that, Isaiah 43 verse 4. Number four, I'm trying to read bullet points as numbers, y'all, so bear with me. Number five, I was created with intention, purpose, and creativity. Um, that's Psalm 139, uh, verses 13 through 16, which I actually put in my show notes. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it because it's right in front of me. I'm going to read out of the NKJV. Um, it says, for you form my inward parts. Just close your eyes and soak this in. Okay, I'll give you a second. If you're driving, please don't do that. But if you can... Shut your eyes and just take this in. This is the Lord's word to you. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. 
My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance, yet being unformed. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Y'all, that is huge. Like, that's just, <laughs> that'll bless your socks off. It's like the Lord skillfully made us. And his eyes saw the substance that we are being unformed. And in that too, he literally has like a book for our lives. And our days are fashioned by him. That's just, uh, that's real good. And the last point that she put is that we have the mind of Christ. And that's 1 Corinthians 2.16. Um, so that's a life-giving practice. Number one, speak truth over your body, particularly the word of God. Number two, spend time in prayer talking to God about your body. You know, in the same way, it's like, mm, Lord, um, you, it can be as simple as like, Lord, I'm feeling super bloated today and it's making me feel not my cutest. Please help me to see myself the way that you do and see if he doesn't do it. I'm not saying test him, but you know, pray in faith. Um, and then number three, uh, make a short list that entails what you love about your body or what you love that your body can do. And I really love this point because... It's super, super practical. Like, if you just love your eyes, jot that down. And, like, then all I think also adding the action of, like, what it can do for you is, like, I love my eyes because I can see art. Or I love my eyes because it enables me to see the bird that the Lord strategically placed on my porch that is reminding me that he feeds the sparrows. You know, like, <laughs> and so that's actually gonna we're gonna come back around to this passage in the book um for like where i see myself in the future with body image um and what the use of that is but that's what we're gonna get into for right now and another thing that i wanted to share that has been very very helpful for me is like if i look in the mirror and i'm having like a super off day and i'm like mm, i feel like i look about two sizes too big in this outfit it's like, and it's like, okay, what if I do? Who told me that was a bad thing? Literally, who said that? Is it society who is extremely fickle and doesn't even know what they like and odds are don't even like themselves and that um, society's standard for beauty is ever-changing? Is that who told me that? Because that's not something I can stand on and quite frankly, it doesn't matter. And that's going to disappear because while the world can hate my body to its core while I exist here, the Lord is loving my body now and will love it eternally. So, you know, a little perspective shift. I mean, like, who said that? Literally ask yourself, who said that? And see if it matters because it's the way it doesn't, baby. It's the way it literally doesn't. And I know it's hard. It is extremely, extremely hard. I'll, I'll like break down on dating for this for a second like I've had so many thoughts where I'm like okay maybe I would have been off the market by now if I were like three sizes smaller and then it's like mm, granted it's not really my best case scenario because it's like if I'm solely being liked because I'm three sizes smaller what am I gonna do if old dude wants to run off with somebody who's another two sizes small like you see what I'm saying like it's not stable like I have for the life of me I have got to be settled in what God says about my body because his his way of seeing it doesn't change which means that I can find security in that and he is just purely good 
and purely trustworthy. So I'm going to take his word to the bank. And so it's like, it's this struggle of like, well, you know, in dating all the time, I think, um, at least in the church, we say like, you know, rejection is Lord's protection. And I 100% agree, but I'm not going to sit down and act like I've never thought like, um, well, I don't even know how to properly word this. Lord help me. It's like, I'm not going to say that I haven't thought to myself that if I was more societally accepted within my beauty, that I probably would have just been more desired. Like, I've had those thoughts. Like, I've literally thought to myself, I'm like, maybe I just need to get about this country, go somewhere where I am the standard. And it's like, that's just not going to solve my problems. Nothing like, oh my goodness. And learning about the Lord as my husband too has in one night... If you are listening to this now, look for Upper Room Sunday Night live stream from Sunday, January the 15th. Is like the bridal identity that I got from that sermon, the way the Lord used it has been nuts. It's been one day and I'm like, Lord, is, the Lord is really my husband. And that has been sitting with me because somebody who's always the, like, you could ask any of my friends. I'm the friend in the group that's like, oh, Lord, we're my kingdom husband. Bring my kingdom husband. Mighty God. My husband, my husband, my husband, my husband, my husband. And it's like to settle down and actually truly believe, like ingrained in my bones, that God is my husband in the way that he says he is, has just been very freeing for me. Like, I was even watching a TikTok yesterday. I saw my friends, one of my friends about this. I was literally watching a TikTok and it was like something about like male toxicity. Of course, not every man, but the toxic ones at least. And so a TikTok that usually would have triggered the absolute lights out of me. I just sat there and I was like, hmm, well, God would never do that to me. And it seriously was enough. Like it was filling. It wasn't like me just trying to Christianize my way through things. Like I felt peace in that moment. I was like, hmm. Well, I'm sorry that's happening. My husband wouldn't do that. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I can say that with full assurance of faith. And so, um, I think even just learning about the Lord as my husband has been healing in this area with body image because it's like, it just sets me up for, I guess, for happiness, quote unquote. I don't know what my words are for that, but like, I see marriage differently, at least earthly marriage. And so, the Lord's been working on my vision with that, which is just mind-blowing in and of itself because I've been praying to him about that and like even with moving to Dallas I asked him I was like please just like heal my view of marriage and so he's been doing that by teaching me what it means to be married to him first about what it means to be married to him first and so that's giving me uh, a lens for what I should be looking for when someone pursues me Um, and so it's just been really sweet and it's healing body image for me because I'm like well my husband says, I have a good body because he said so. And I know <laughs> if you're in a kind of like not used to, and it's not in like a, a, a lusty way at all. Like, I don't even know how to fully explain it, but it is pure. It is 100% fully pure. And so that has just been beautiful, 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 beautiful for me. Um and so before I kind of like jump into where I think I'm heading um, with body image, I did want to share some more uh, 
handlebars from Jess Connolly in this book. So jumping to page 75 and 76, um, this one is more talking about, it, it. this chapter is about how our bodies don't belong to the world, how as believers our bodies belong to God. And so it's like, no matter how many times a person can tell you that you don't have a good body, that's just not the truth of the word of the Lord. Um, and even like in getting quote unquote bikini body ready or getting the body ready for someone like it's your body like you've probably heard heard it before but it's true like your body belongs to the kingdom of god that's wraps and so anyway um some helpful tips she says that words hold the whatever power we give them and that um I'll just read what she said. She said, this truth can feel out of reach for children or for those who are vulnerable to submission and authority. But many of us now have the space and authority to at least begin rejecting messages from those who are not in authority positions over us. And we can ask God to heal the wounds of our past. This takes time. And for many of us, it will take, I'm sorry. And for many of us, it may take help from a counselor or a pastor. I also believe it will take prayer. And so she brings up Proverbs 26 two, the message version that says, you have as little to fear from an undeserved curse as from the dart of a wren or the swoop of a swallow, which is pretty much talking about how like an undeserved curse won't land. So like all these word curses that people have been throwing at your body, even yourself, it's like undeservedly like you have nothing to fear. Number two um you have to remove your you may have to remove yourself from the space where the words are being spoken pretty self-explanatory if you are constantly finding yourself in circles where people are talking bad about their bodies and you've tried encouraging them to like speak life over them but they just you know can't and it's damaging you remove yourself from the situation if someone's constantly targeting you and it's like your body's not good you could stand to lose a few pounds xyz Go ahead and remove yourself from that situation. And number three, she says, we have to remember who we belong to. And one of my favorite parts of this, she says, many of us need to shake off disturbed feelings when we talk about belonging to the kingdom and family of God. So let's remember here that our father is one that is kind, good, and a benevolent king who doesn't need us to do his work or his bidding because he is all powerful. Um... And that I highlighted another portion that says the more time we spend thinking about what it means to be a woman who lives in the kingdom, who is defined and named by her king, the more uncomfortable we'll get with belonging to the world and being labeled by it. The more time we spend learning about our kingdom rights and the capacities given to us through the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the less we'll care about meeting the expectations of the world. And I know that's right. You know what they say in the old hymn? Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So where do I feel like I'm heading with this whole body image, body positivity thing? I don't know. Only to good spaces in the name of Jesus, though. I believe that there's a lot more to this than I've even discovered in recent days, weeks, whatever. And that the Lord, I guess, holds a kind of like responsibility. Um, he holds like responsibility for my person. And so he is going to be kind to me, I'm sure about it, to continue encouraging me in my body, telling me what it's for, 
um, all of the above. And so I'm just kind of excited to continue learning about what my body is for, what the Lord says about it, and continuing to believe him. Because far be it from me, oh help me Lord, that I would just know these things in a headspace and that they, I wouldn't commit them to my heart and that I wouldn't live from them. Because my body, like image, how I view it, um, what I know about it, isn't just for me. It's for my friends. It's for my family. It's for people who I don't even know that well. Like, how am I supposed to be able to encourage people to see themselves the way the Lord does if I don't know or if I refuse to believe him? Because it's not going to be very convincing unless I live it out. And so it's for my daughters, man. Like, God forbid. I just, I, my heart like breaks at the thought of them growing up and like not being comfortable in their own bodies and just spending more time hating it than celebrating the vehicle that the Lord has given them to celebrate him, to celebrate with him and to have a beautiful life. Let it be far from us in the name of Jesus to be robbed of beautiful lives because the enemy lies and we believe him. Far from us in Jesus name. And so um I look forward to like motherhood and wifehood and learning about my body in those capacities as well. Um, and like there's a part of this book the where, yeah, so we're coming back to that now. The passage that I read, I believe on page 80 um, with the practice that said to like write down the things that you love about your body and what it does. And one of the things that I just listed is like, do you love your body because it can bring comfort to your children? And I was like, wow, it's true. I can't tell you how many times I've like hugged my mom and just felt so at peace. Like there's something about that. Or like just hugging your parents, hugging your family members. Like can it be said of my husband that like my husband can find comfort in just holding me? Like that is a whole, there's a whole nother, I guess, invitation to or more reasons to love your body the more you live like you can celebrate what it does not only for yourself for the kingdom but for others around you and so i'm excited to navigate all of that and um also just bearing in mind in the future that like my my body our bodies as believers like it belongs to the lord everything the word of god says it's everything is for him from him and unto him you know hence this podcast (laughs) no pun intended but um, like my body belongs to the Lord and it's for his purposes. And so I can hone in on that because that's not going to change. If, if you ask me, what is my body for today? My body is for the Lord. Okay. You ask me when I'm 35, Lord willing, if I live that long. Okay. Boom. My body is still for the Lord. 92 years old. My body is for the Lord and whatever his purposes are. And it will bring him glory. And so, and also just holding on to the, like remembering that my body is important and that I'm also more than a body and that God cares about my body. And so um, like Jess talks about in the book, it's like so much of church talks about our body like it's um, like a, an earth suit and that we just happenstance, by happenstance, we just live in this and that it's just sinful and it's bad and that we just need to just bear with it until we get into glory and it's like no the lord rejoices in our bodies now and what our bodies can do and just who we are um because we were skillfully crafted by him the word of god said it did i not just read it 
And so just knowing all these things is so exciting. Also, my friends, I was waiting in line for church yesterday. And I was like, this is changing my life because my body's a Ferrari. (laughs) The Lord, we, okay, so I'm in ministry school right now. One of my teachers is Peter Lewis. And he was talking about like, um, I guess, I don't even, how do I word that? pretty much just like that the that the lord cares about our bodies and that our body um like it matters to him let's just let's just say that and so we were talking about like sports cars in that class last thursday um and it was talking about the divine power of the lord and he's like there's a sports car there and like there's excitement about the sports car before it even takes off because of like the sound that it makes you know that there's power in it And so we look at the Lord sometimes and we're like, you know, (laughs) I hope he lets me in a sports car. Like this, that very sports car, like is what like in us, the divine power of the Lord. Like we have been invited to partake in the divine nature. Like we have that inside of us. Like this very body carries the power of God inside of it and it's blowing my mind. And so it's changed how I've prayed. I'm like, Lord, help me to live like I'm a Ferrari because I am. Like, I've got this body is the vehicle of carrying like the Lord's righteousness through where I walk and who I encounter. And so it just changes my view on it. I'm like, this body is not just for the pleasure of a man who could care less about me. It's not just for, it's not for adhering to abusive diets and harsh exercise regimens so that I can be societally pleasing. It's for God. This body is unto God. And so it's just changing my life. And it's just so exciting learning about this stuff. And so I just pray that this settles in with everybody. That's, that's what my hope is here. Um, and so, yeah. And so I hope that this episode has been helpful. I hope that it blessed you. I hope that the Lord met you um, and the way that he's been meeting me with all of this. And I just really encourage you to just, you know, it doesn't have to be the most elaborate prayer in the world because the Lord, he just, I believe that our sighs like sincerely move him. And it's like, even when I don't have words, I'm like, oh God um that he hears that and so if you just have to be like lord um if you're in a place where you love your body and you know everything's honky-dory say lord thank you thank you that i'm viewing my body rightly thank you for these things and i pray that you just continue to show me what this body is for and what it means to you and that if you're in a place where um you know you're not quite loving where you are that you can be like lord Please help me to love this body that you've given me because you declare that it's good and I want to see it through your lens and not the lens of the enemy or anybody else because you're the truth. You are the way, the truth, and the life for me, for everyone. And I just want to know what you think. Help me to believe it. And just, Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would just encounter everybody with this truth, Lord God, with the truths of your word about what you say about our bodies, what you say about us, Lord God, where our identity comes from, who we live for, who we live unto, and that just your peace, Lord, and your joy that surpasses all understanding, your peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord, um, that it would just guard our hearts and our minds through you, Lord Jesus. I just 
plead the blood of Jesus over everyone that's listening to this podcast. And I thank you for them and for their lives and for the purpose that you've set in them, Lord Jesus, that they are breathing because they have purpose in you, Lord God. And so um, I just pray that also if you've never had an encounter with the Lord and you've never given your life to him, just extending the invitation the word of god says that if you believe on the name of the lord you will be saved and so um i just pray that you would come unto the lord and that you would give your life to him because it'll change everything if you've been seeking peace if you've been seeking joy the word of god says that there is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit And so I just pray that um, you would come unto the Lord, that you would receive him, that you would believe on his name um, and receive those gifts. It's an inheritance, you guys. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unto podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Ince, and it has been a fantastic time. I love you guys so much, and exciting things are coming. I've been working on um, some scheduling today for guests that will be coming on. Should I insert a little applause here? Should I do that? Yeah, hey! Um, But I'm super excited, guys. Uh, And so I will talk with you guys later. Have a blessed day, blessed afternoon, blessed night, wherever you are. May the peace of God go with you. And yeah, this has been the Unto Podcast.